Just days into the new coalition and Christopher Luxon has already been accused of losing control of his cabinet. Labour is challenging the new Prime Minister to lay down the law and rein in his outspoken deputy, Winston Peters, as New Zealand First continues to cause a sideshow. Here's our deputy political editor, Craig McCulloch. Taking his place behind the Prime Ministerial podium. Welcome to what is our very first post-Cabinet press conference in the beginning of the 54th Parliament. Christopher Luxon, fresh from chairing his second Cabinet meeting this week. Ministers signed off on the new 100-day plan this afternoon, a three-way coalition collaboration. And that work starts today. The agenda is a mix of things out and in. Cell phones in schools are out. Pseudoephedrine and cold medicine, in. The clean card discount will be scrapped, so two, three waters, and Labour's RMA changes. It is ambitious, and that's because we are frankly ambitious for New Zealand. It's a hefty workload for a cabinet which has so far been dogged by distractions, driven partly by the new deputy, Winston Peters. Since the day the deal was signed, the New Zealand First Leader has repeatedly upstaged the Prime Minister, derailing events by waging war on the media. You've lost. <laughs> you lost. So now, now you cannot defend $55 million of bribery. Before you ask one more question, tell the public what you signed up to to get the money. This called transparency. The antics have given ample fodder to the new opposition and Labour leader Chris Hipkins, today challenging the Prime Minister to show some leadership and pull Mr Peters into line. I'm not entirely clear that Christopher Luxon's really in control of what's going on within the government and they're only a couple of days in. It does not bode well for the future. Well, no disrespect, but I'm not taking any lectures from Chris Hipkins. Mr Luxon says he would have chosen his words differently from Mr Peters but shares his frustration with the Public Interest Journalism Fund. Yes, we're going to say things in different ways uh, as different leaders and as different members of that team in a coalition government, and that's fine, that's acceptable. It's not the only headache for Mr Luxon with continuing questions over the government's tax plan. As part of its coalition deal with ACT, National agreed to accelerate a promised tax break for landlords, restoring interest deductibility. The Council of Trade Unions has done the numbers. Its economist, Craig Rennie, a former Labour staffer, estimates it will drive up the cost by almost a billion dollars. It'll be Christmas for landlords and and for the tenants they'll get nothing. We are determined to be the parties of low tax. We want New Zealanders to keep more of their own money. That is, except smokers. A key item on National's to-do list is ending the generational ban on smoking. More smokers mean more tobacco tax in the government's coffers. The move has sparked a fierce backlash by health experts this week and made headlines worldwide. We are a global embarrassment for rolling back these laws. The former health minister Aisha Viral fired up, suggesting National has caved to big tobacco. Fellow Labour MP Rachel Boyack tweeted, Looks like getting a tobacco lobbyist into Parliament finally paid off for the tobacco industry. That's a reference to National's Chris Bishop, who worked for Philip Morris from 2011 to 2013. There is a lot of threads you can pull about what Chris Bishop's background in the tobacco industry is, but ultimately they need to be judged by their actions, which is putting the tobacco lobby ahead of New Zealanders' health. Yeah, I, I saw some sort of wild accusations by Asha Vera. I think it says more about her than it says about anything else. I mean, it's just, it's just nonsense. The government's work plan will kick up a gear next week, with Parliament finally swinging back into action. The 100-day countdown begins today.